Hello and welcome. You are listening to Charging Stallion Presents. News, news, news like. That was Timmy skidding in like Roadrunner. That's that's how he sounds when he when he sprints that cartoon. Dude, the the on and off of the Yui boom is uh, it's 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 just become such a lovely sound of mine. I I, I just I used to hate it. Oh, did you? Yeah. Have it's you, it's part your, of this show. What are your feelings on it? I think of it, you know, on actual radio stations they have the edge 91 i think of that as, <laughs> i think of it as our version of that yeah i think it really speaks um speaks a lot to who we are as people cheap yeah <laughs> well cam this is the first time um in a long time that we're actually sitting in front of each other doing a podcast 1.5 meters apart yeah it is a little odd to be back mm. in each other's presence. It's weird, man. Kind of got used to just being on the phone. Yep. I, um, what was your view? Where would you do it? Um, right here. Right. Yeah. So, so we're at the fridge. Yeah, just staring, staring at the fridge, thinking about the next week I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull out of there. No, I, um, uh, so we're recording at, um, at, at my house in the on the western suburbs of, of Melbourne, and yeah, I've just been here, man, in the living uh, in the kitchen. Sorry, just sitting at this table and. And doing the podcast. How's, yeah. how's it been with your setup at your house? I've been doing it in the kitchen as well. Uh, so I got a rescue cat. Its name's Little Buddy a while ago, but I've still got the box that I got her in. And yeah. so I kind of used that box as the fake Timmy. And I just kind of <laughs> looked at that fake Timmy. Uh, there's a, like a little um, Salvation Army bag that I'd oh, rest cool. on top of it as your head. As my head. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Did you like no cutouts of face or, or, or anything like that? That was just the, imagina- like, the imagination taking over? Yeah. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Good, I like that. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's um. So we uh, ended up doing three or four podcasts, and now we're um by by remotely doing it at each other's houses, and um we uh and we're back to doing it normally now. We uh, are coming into a, a strange time. We were just watching some some uh, big UFC fights on the TV. No crowd, no one there. Mm. It's weird times, man. Yeah, I normally don't watch that much UFC. It's normally just coming into your mm. place and then I'll catch it on the TV. But definitely was strange seeing it with no crowd noise. Like yep. all of like the two dudes would fight and then they would get their pep talks yeah. from their coaches, but you could tell that they could hear each other's yep. pep talks. That feels like it's breaking a rule. <laughs> you should you should put them in another end of the building to get the pep talk. Otherwise you hear their secrets. Maybe they have like headphones go on, like yeah. silent disco ones. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever used to go to silent discos? Nah. But you like, know the I'm, concept? I know the concept, yep. yeah. And I am quite geeky, but even in my pure nerdiness, I looked at silent discos and went, nah, too nerdy. <laughs> Dude, there's this great video that, that I that I love watching online and it's these three dads mm. and it's um on like a on on a weekend and they're obviously like just, just like pumping like their wives are away or something. And they've got um they've got <laughs> they've got wearing headphones, all three of them in the backyard around the barbecue doing like uh dancing that would be like a hard trance nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> just having a time silent uh, yeah <laughs> completely silent good on them well what's been happening in the news in the world in life yeah a lot are we um if you haven't listened to this show before this is the part of the show where we talk about some obscure news stories that have taken our fancy over the last couple of weeks all right, Timmy. A workplace in the UK have decided to have their daily meetings online inside the game Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> so most workplaces recently have taken up Zoom, Skype or Microsoft Teams to video call each other throughout the day and chat to their colleagues. 
but an author in the UK named Vivian is the meeting organiser for her publishing team, and she decided to turn those meetings into something a little bit more memorable. She decided that her daily team meetings with her publishing team had to be held inside the game Red Dead Redemption, the online version. This is the tweet that started it all once she told her teammates (laughs) that that's how she wanted to do it. It says, Zoom sucks. We started having our editorial meetings in Red Dead Redemption instead. It's nice to sit at the campfire and discuss projects with the wolves howling out in the night. (laughs) One of the difficult things she said in an interview is the fact that it's an open world game. So anyone from around the world can interrupt our daily meetings. They can't overhear our voice chat, which is good. But one of the main technical hitches that we've had is that sometimes when you're sitting at a meeting table, the same button that you press to sit down at that meeting table is the button that you press to start strangling someone. (laughs) (laughs) So if one of her colleagues arrives late... They just start throttling each other. I was like, because you got because you you play Red Dead Redemption. I love it. Right? Yeah. yeah. So I've 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 never played it, but I've um been like at, hanging out at mates' house when they've been playing it stuff, mm. right? Um. So you in that in that game, so it's like an open world sort of online thing, right? So you can go around all these different maps and just go anywhere, right? Yeah. Um. Can you just like in those meetings? Can someone just pull out a gun and just shoot? shoot someone else in the face is that like the kind of the kind of game it the kind of game it is you can yeah definitely can and she said sometimes they go for walks and and if it's just a one-to-one meeting they'll go for a walk and she said the biggest risk there is that you can get attacked and hog tied which is where you get your hands and legs tied behind you right i love this girl she's great eh? yeah man if you um i'm just i'm just thinking of like all the other games that you could hold Mm. that you could hold hold meetings in Call of Duty would be chaotic. Like, Absolutely You've got chaos. 10 minutes to cover off everything for that week in your meeting and there's gunfire the whole time. Real stressful. Like, yeah. Everyone has PTSD at the end of it. Yeah. Silent Hill, that would be creepy. I think you can only have two players in that, but you have to be really quiet to hear what's approaching. What games do you play when you game? Um, I've been playing a bit of FIFA, mm. but I... Um, I also like um, like old school like Super Nintendo games. Mm. We got that um, that little thing where it's like a hundred games in one. Like they they were yeah. doing it at JB, and um, they're awesome, man. Yeah, they're so much fun. And you just like uh, I'll just like smoke a joint, play that game, and it's just like being a kid again. Yeah, man. Yeah, oh, fun. Yeah, love that. Did you have um, what was your game of game when you were a, when you were a kid? Childhood game. I was a PC gamer as a yeah. as a boy, and it was Commander King <laughs> as a as a small boy. Yeah, <laughs> as a small boy, I played Commander King. What were you wearing? Um, <laughs> like probably a shirt showing some midriff. <laughs> Not just because my parents couldn't hadn't bought me new clothes. Not because I was trying to show my little <laughs> my little little boy midriff style by accident. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I would have been wearing like a homemade t-shirt and, um, stubbies probably. Yeah, nice. Maybe bare feet, huge glasses, bowl cut that my mum did. Um, <laughs> Commander King's like the computer version of Mario and it's nowhere near as cool. You've got yeah. a pogo stick and you bounce on aliens' heads. Uh, he's wearing like a gridiron helmet that's a bit too big for him. Oh, this is like early, early PC games. Isn't yeah, it? this yeah. is like the same company that made Doom made Commander Keen as the computer version of Mario. Yeah, true. Yeah. I used to love playing um, Roller Coaster Tycoon. And then oh, yeah. when you got like sick of the game, you would just like, <laughs> you'd be like real messed up and you'd do a roller coaster, but just like half finish it and you open it up and this first card will get like on the on the roller coaster and you're just sitting there and just like nine years old like thinking what would it be like if you're a terrorist yeah 
and you just slowly just watching watching this 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 cart go around this track just closer and closer and it's just picking up speed and then whoop and Does you it send, show them die? You send them out of the like I was I tried to send them out of the park and they like crash and it bursts into flames and rubble and it was oh, good. Wow. Good game. <laughs> Loved roller coaster tycoon. Yeah. That must have crumbled your morality <laughs> from a young age. Explains a lot it does. <laughs> Cam, so I was talking about this story earlier, mm. um, and this is this is one that has really caught my attention. Um, it's been uh, I've been hit up about this story um, by a bunch of different people asking if I've if I've if I've heard about it yet. Cool. So shout out to uh, all the stallions that uh, hit me up about this story this week. Pair hired for man's broom sexual fantasy turns up in bedroom at wrong address. With machetes. <laughs> Two men snuck into a bedroom with machetes after being hired to carry out a stranger's sexual fantasy of being tied up in his underwear and stroked with a broom, only to discover <laughs> they got the wrong address. The bristles or the pole? I don't know. I'll keep reading on. What would you go? I guess bristles, lightly. Yeah, real light, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The pair from Sydney made their apologies and left the startled victim's bedside as soon as they realised their mistake. One of the men, Terence Leroy, oh, they named him, oh, <laughs> brutal, wow. brutal, has now been acquitted of entering the home in July last year, intending to intimidate while armed with an offensive weapon. After the New South Wales District Court accepted his explanation. Um, dude, so these people, I'll just like sum the story. So... So uh, this guy goes online, right, mm-hmm. and he's just like, I want this to be done to me. I'm willing to pay up to $5,000 if it's, if it's good. Yeah. Anyway, so these two people, like, they go, okay, like, we're going to, we won't tell you when it's going to happen, but we're going to, we're going to oh, do that's this. that's part thing. of it. It's a surprise. Like, yeah. Yeah. So just, <laughs> so anyway, so they're planning, planning the surprise and yep. the, um, they get the wrong address. Well, I've heard two different stories on this, that he, that he, they got the wrong address and that he'd, he'd moved. But anyway, dude wasn't there anymore and they mm. go into the wrong house. Like they break into this house with machetes going to tie up, like tie up this dude in his, in his bedroom and rub like a broom, a broomstick all over him. <laughs> and, um, and then this dude's just like, this like, uh, what are you doing? And then they sort of realized they were like, oh shit. At first they're like, ha yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's fully in he's character. He's really into it. <laughs> yeah. Not telling. What a surprise though. For the for the poor person that did happen to, I know, man. It's so what if you um, yeah, I don't know. Would, what would your amount of money be that you would that you would go and do that? I mean, it's I I I think for the other person, it's probably a bit of a thrill breaking in, knowing that you can break into a house and do weird shit to someone, mm. and that they're okay with it. Yeah, like how much. Would someone need to pay me to be mm. the break-in person? Like if, like, like if, like, mean if they wanted to, if they wanted to hire Judge, okay, well, let's put this out. If they want, if if, if they want to hire all seven of the band, um, <laughs> imagine all seven of us breaking into it. We can do a base. We can do a base price. Um, okay, yeah. for us, and then um, per band member. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, like it's an a, extra a separate charge. Yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> so, what are you thinking? What's our what's our base? I think our base rate for that for a break-in and a, mm. br- a bristling it would be a, a grand. That's real low. <laughs> Do you reckon? Yeah, they, these guys would get paid five grand. 
the only risk that I see involved, mm. uh, apart from doing it to the wrong person, is being spotted by a neighbour. Yeah. Like, imagine kicking in a door and then the actual cops come and me and you are there with, holding a broom. <laughs> And we're like, oh, we've been paid $1,000. And so here's the thing is you want to have some form of evidence mm. that this person's okay with it. Because what if that does happen, right? The mm. cops come in and they're so embarrassed about what's going on <laughs> that they go, these guys broke into my house and oh, they've tied me yeah. down and they're bristling me like how... What, Suddenly it, shamed out. Yeah. 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 Maybe that, maybe that is what happened. Or because another thing that people... In, I've been playing a lot of games. Sorry to bring everything back to gaming, but something that... That's cool. I, th- I think a lot of viewers will be will be on the same boat, eh? People who get mad, you know how uh, people sort of have arguments on Call of Duty and they're like, oh, swearing about, oh, your mum, she sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Some of those gamers who have less self-control than probably anyone they know, mm. sometimes what they do is they'll call the bomb squad or they'll call the armed defenders Dude, squad I've seen on that each other. shit and then like some poor little kid is yeah. playing games and then all of a sudden these dudes with like, the cops team. bowl in there yeah. to shoot them do you think that what's happened here is there's oh, been they a, shoot a them. <laughs> sometimes yeah <laughs> like it's happened where people have died because they've sent shit. the cops there so maybe what's happened is these two like teens have had an argument online and one of them's like well i'll get you bristled and then like signed <laughs> Signed on to some fetish website and said, yeah, I'll give you five grand. And then just sent people to, to get this wrong guy who was oh. just on Call of Duty. Man, like um, when, you were, when we were kids, it was pretty straight down the line, the kinds of ways that you could get fucked with by other kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was like you might get um, like your shit fucked with. You might get tripped over. You might get you lunch might get, taken. Yeah, lunch taken. You might get beaten up. They, they might, like, say say something about your mum, call you a cunt, whatever. Mm-hmm. These days, man, you can you can take their... Like, you can have be a 15-year-old kid, take another 15-year-old kid's, like, all their details and shit like that, and then sign them up for, like, a gay orgy website or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Not that there's anything wrong with that, <laughs> but don't sign up your 15-year-old mate to a gay orgy website, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense, right? <laughs> Yeah, man, the internet yeah. has changed things. That's the policies I'm running on for my next election. <laughs> <laughs> What's the policy? If, if you don't vote for me, I'll sign you up to this yeah, website. I'll sign your kids, I'll sign all your 15-year-old kids up to this website. <laughs> you punish people for not getting the vote? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Okay, well, you got my vote. Yeah. Out of fear. I'm a tyrant. <laughs> The black hole at the centre of our galaxy just became 75 times brighter and started flickering. Now, for me, when I read this story, that was two pieces of news because I didn't know there was a black hole at the Mm. middle of our galaxy, (laughs) and that's terrifying, but uh, there is. If you're finding that out for the first time, I'm sorry. Uh, Take a seat. Relax. Well, don't they think that, like, all the, like, that's the, the, that there's this um, invisible, um, like hole hole and that's mm. why all the stars are rotating around this like the, this space that's that's to the naked eye empty oh okay i think that's is that how it is yeah i've been watching heaps of space tacos in, in iso yeah <laughs> yeah is it that one that's really relaxing to watch um and carl sagan did one in the 70s and then that guy did one the updated <laughs> version <laughs> very you know what I mean? Is it the is it the black guy? 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to What's his um Neil Neil deGrasse Tyson? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <coughs> um was it that? <laughs> no. <Nah>. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um but I have seen that before. Yeah, well that is yeah. a good show. <laughs> so the um the black hole at the center of the universe, it became oh, well, it already was 4 million times bigger than the sun. Mm. And scientists gave it the name Sagittarius A. And they recently noticed, well, a year ago they noticed that it became 75 times brighter around the edges. Obviously, it's a black hole, so the whole part of it is just dull. You can't mm-hmm. see anything. But right twinkling around the edge, it went from twinkle, twinkle to ah, like fireworks all around the edge of it. And then in is the it last, still like that? It's still like that. Huh. And then in the last two weeks, what's happened is it's gone from just sparkling around the edges to like going on, off, on, off, on, off, like somebody's got the light switch and they're going hard with it. Mm. Um, And they don't know why. They don't know why any of that means. They're just like, okay, we've seen this. This is what's happened. So we're reporting it to the world. I wonder if it's like Morse code. Oh, like if you wrote down what the... Yeah. Yeah. I reckon it is. I reckon it's come up with a better name than Sagittarius A. My name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's um um if there's anyone listening that mm. knows like how to decipher a code in Morse code, we could probably figure it out though, couldn't we? Oh, I don't like. Do yeah. I, I don't want to do. Let's that. not do it. Let's get. <laughs> <laughs> if there's anyone out there listening that is into Morse code, mm. we so what's the name of the of of the black hole? Sagittarius A. Um, we need you to watch possibly hours of footage <laughs> on this black hole. Are we giving out homework? Yeah. <laughs> we, and, and we want you to, uh, whoever does a free t-shirt. Okay. Um, if you, if you, and we want you to map out the dashes and the dots, take that, put it into Morse code and see if there is a message, a mm. message in there somewhere. And what that message is. Yeah. 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 Do that for us. Thank you. And you'll get a t-shirt, Timmy says, even yeah. though we don't know where our t-shirts are. No, I've got some other ones and I found some in the cupboard. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but those other, that other half, yeah, no idea. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> so, yeah, so this, um, this, this black hole's just burning up now. Yeah. And they don't know why. They yeah. Don't, yeah. The scariest for me is um, that it's like when you've just had a bath and it's that last little bit when the water goes down and, it's, mm. and it goes from silent to... I feel like, it, like a year ago. <laughs> that freaked me out. <laughs> I feel like that's what's in the middle of space is it's mm. the equivalent of that. And the more that it's doing, the more racket it's going on. I feel like I'm worried that we're going to get sucked down. But so so this this thing's like light years away, right? Yeah. So if if um if just say that we're seeing that right now. Mm. Does that mean that that was actually occurring years ago and it's taken that oh, long? Yeah. Is, that how, is that how it works? We need a science person on here, right? Eh? <laughs> like just one episode where we just bring, bring back a science person <laughs> or just, like, just ask the, the dumbest <laughs> questions ever. <laughs> but I think you're right. Mm. I think because anytime you see a shooting star, there'll be someone who's like, don't worry, it was from thousands of years ago. <laughs> I like how I called it a science person as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, is this scientist you dick? <laughs> I think science person is the most we're gonna get. We don't I don't know if we know any scientists. No, I don't think we do. I know a lab worker. Oh really? Do yeah. they listen to the show? Nah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. He taught me how to play guitar. Oh cool. Yeah. All right. Do you reckon he can he could do the Morse code as well? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if he's busy. 
All right, this one uh, comes from your home country, Cam. Oh. A West Auckland man's two-year search for missing favourite jumper. <clears throat> a man has, a man has been searching for his missing jumper for more than two years and is pleading for its return. <laughs> George Shears lost the jumper at a New Year's party at his uh, Tedarangi, is that yep. right? Tedarangi home in West Auckland. So this is back in 2018. The jumper is unique. A bright red with a colourful display of the Apple logo and has great sentimental values to the 22-year-old. So this is what the jumper looks like. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. It's like kind of hipster, but yeah, it's just the Apple Mac logo with the bright colours on it. Yep. Yeah, cool. That's it. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> but I guess it's special to him. Um, he bought it online for $200 in 2016, loved it dearly and wore it every chance that he got. <laughs> Lots of greats. Great, great memories involve it, he says. Friendships formed and some lost. I'm wearing it in almost every photo of me from that chunk of my life. It's just so nostalgic. I love the jumper so much, probably because it's so me, so my style. I love 80s clothing and bright colours. <laughs> it worked as pyjamas or going out and partying with friends. Oh, man. It just worked so well. <laughs> I still look in second-hand shops at op shops when I'm there. In the off chance someone has decided to get rid of it. Hardest dude to break up with. Still in contact with every single ex. Sends him a poem every day, I bet. Um, look, the, I, I think before you were looking at the shirt, right? Look look into those guys' eyes. <laughs> He's got some problems, eh? Timmy's showing me a photo of the guy himself wearing the, wearing the jersey. Bowl cut. <laughs> Man, yeah, there's something unsettling about that. That's the sort of photo you'd see of, like, when they do a documentary on a serial killer and they mm-hmm. talk about the phase of their life where they hurt animals. <laughs> um, have you seen any of the Ted Bundy stories? Nah. Dude, I reckon you I reckon you dig that. So, like, brief outline is, like, the dude was, um, went to um, Harvard or Oxford or, or one mm. of those. I think it was Harvard in, um, in, in, in America. And he uh, went through, like, these experiments and shit and ended mm. up, like, becoming, like, real, real, real weird. And he mm. went and out, lived out in the woods and tried to um, – he sent out all these bombs, like, all over the country. And, um, like, people would open the letters and it would, like, explode. And the reason he was doing it was because all these – they found his memoirs after they caught him. Yeah. And it was, like, he thought that um, – that, with um, IT and with um, AI, mm. that computers were eventually going to take over the world. So this is why he was bombing. This is like back in the, I think Ted Bundy was in the fucking 60s, I think. But was Ted Bundy scared of AI? Yeah, and so he was like, this was his like thing of go- going, because he, 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 that's why he moved out to the woods and shit. That's why he was like bombing people, because he believed that um, AI was eventually going to take over the world. But why blow up other people's faces? Oh, because like those people are making oh, AI yeah, and shit. Yeah. yeah. Sheesh. I didn't know that was one of his things. Yeah. I always think of him as like he was handsome and he managed mm. to keep people enjoying him. I said the wrong person, not Ted Bundy. Oh. Was Ted Bundy the person that like killed all those chicks? Yeah. Yeah, not him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck am I talking about? Ted Bundy's like a, a serial, one of the most famous serial killers yeah. in the States, and he was known because uh, 
even when he went through the court process, lots of women fell for him because he was a handsome guy and he was articulate, even though he was disgusting inside. Here's the thing. I never thought that um, Theodore Kaczynski. (laughs) Yeah, I've never heard that name. (laughs) (laughs) He went by John John Kaczynski. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he was known as the Unabomber. And, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. And so he was that. like a he was like a like a um, like a, a dude that was like real big into like maths. Like he was like a super genius mm. and um, just like went nuts. Yeah. But um, they related all the way back to these like um, tests that they did on him when um, when when he was in school. Because you know how um, it's like the same thing as like the Stanford prison experiment. Ah, uh, yeah. Where they got half the group to be prisoners, half the group to be guards, and they ended up becoming fucking animals. Mm. They were all students that like um that like at these big fucking universities in America. Mm-hmm. They were they the scientists that were professors. They were running tests on on like the 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 uni students and shit. Yeah. Man, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, and they think that that's what turned your mate Kaczynski into <laughs> into the postal. The I think so. Yeah, they said that he was like real different afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what those experiments were. Um, they did say in the doco, but I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Um, how long would you look for a shirt? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the few times where I don't even know what we're talking about. Um, yeah, man, that kid needs to let it go. Mm. Often, I think it's just part of life. You see an old photo of yourself and you go, oh, man, I miss that shirt. Man, yeah. I miss that jersey. And I always assume that my friends have them and I think, oh, one day I'll catch mm. Scott wearing that jersey and i'll just get it back or i'll be like oh yeah i'm sure larissey has that i like but, the hopefulness in your in your in your views to getting your stuff back <laughs> yeah but i don't go to the news and say look i'm looking for this jersey from two years ago i just quietly keep an eye out on my friends <laughs> yeah what about you when do you let go um straight away <laughs> God, as soon gone. as you're at, you take it off at the bonfire, you're like, "Cool, yeah. I'm just gonna be cold now." Yeah, done. <laughs> Look, I've got one. I've got one or two jackets that do have sentimental value mm. that I, I, I would, I would like chuck a message out on Facebook and go, "Hey, mm. if anyone's seen it, um, maybe tell a couple of mates." And then if nothing popped up in the in that, I would say a week, and then yeah. I would accept that it was gone. So one attempt and one week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, that's and healthy. my jackets are way cooler than that fucking dude's jumper as well. And your eyes are easier to look at. <laughs> <laughs> he does. That's why we were talking like that, because he looks like a serial killer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and he fucking does, dude. <laughs> Two men are hosting a conference for women designed to help women become more feminine. Nice. <laughs> It's called the Make Women Great Again Convention, and it's run by these two guys. So these two guys had been running a convention for men uh, year after year, and that convention is called the 21 Convention. And at the whole purpose of it is they invite dudes to come along, and they teach them how to become more masculine, and they teach them how to stop being weak in mm. their words. And then they've obviously just had a conversation between them, and they've gone, hey, we've, we're running this this convention for men, and it's doing really great. Should we just do one for girls too? Yep, cool. And so they're running this convention for women. It costs $2,000 if wow. you're a girl listening, going, yes, please sign me up. <laughs> I'm just going to read you the ad that these dudes have on their website to encourage women to go along to their conference. 
raise your femininity by 500 percent it's so obviously written by a dude because it's the same as like an energy drink ad <laughs> to be fair 500 percent is a lot yeah <laughs> two grand bargain <laughs> For the past, se- this is still part of the ad. This is not me talking. <laughs> For the past several hundred thousand years of human life on this planet, masculine men have preferred feminine women in all areas of life, from the kitchen to the bedroom, dating to relationships, marriage, family, and beyond. High quality masculine men want high quality feminine women to mother their children and set great examples for their daughters. Our our speakers will teach you what men and women of prior generations failed to teach you as a direct result of feminist meddling and sabotage. These are the relationship and life talks that feminists do not want you to hear. Only $2,000 for these experts to teach you. Bargains, bargains, bargains. Come on down to the warehouse where for $2,000 you can gain 500% more of who you are. Okay, so do you want me to read this out? No, no, that's the ad I just read, but like I'm just showing Timmy right now the banner ad that they've got on their website. It's really strange. It freaks me out. It's like a a baby pink um, background (laughs) with with, with white um, soft uh, writing on the top that you'd see on like a on a wedding invitation and then a picture of a chick with flowers a basket of flowers in a in a meadow yeah. wearing a sundress um dude you know what i think this is what i think this is low-key um gonna be a cult this is like real culty because like you, you you're bringing people in mm-hmm. You're telling them that you've got all the answers. Mm-hmm. You're keeping them at what, like a camp? Do they go to like a camp or something? Is that what it is? I think that it's like a convention center. So oh, they right. go to like, yeah, they'll be staying in hotels nearby. What do you reckon? Do you reckon this is just a, a money-making scheme or this is like some culty shit? Because that about, looks like some culty shit. I just see it as a failed, but like it's it's doomed. Like uh, I don't <laughs> imagine there's any type of girl that's going to go, well, this group of dudes are going to increase my femininity by 500%. Surely. I don't know, man. I think um, I think if you're, like, dumb, <laughs> I, I don't think that that's um, exclusive on what gender you are. Mm. I think that there's dumb people out there everywhere, bro, male <laughs> and female, and I think that they will 100% get people to come, like, chicks to come. And Plus, won't, like, mm. those dumb dudes that went, like, bring their... Girlfriends or their, oh, or their, yeah. their wives, you know what I mean? Because yeah. that's probably how they it probably started. get a discount. It's probably only a grand to bring mm-hmm. their girlfriend along. <laughs> that's probably how it started. They're probably like, "Oh, I wish I had a course that mm. my wife could go and do and learn yeah. about this." Yeah, man. Yeah, it's it's, it's just, gross. It's fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> stay I, in your lane too. Like you, you, you were going really under the radar with just just having like, <laughs> look, we're teaching dudes how to be masculine, but you know, in an honourable way. You go, yeah, all right. Like, you go, you look, you at least yeah. look at them and go, okay, well, you are a dude. Yeah, are you hurt? Are you hurting anyone? No, are you? Are you? Are you like? Are you, are you like being like saying any like really bad shit? No, no cool, yeah. cool, sweet, sweet. <laughs> They got they got a little too confident. They got, <laughs> like, they got a little bit a little bit too much air up them, and uh, I think they've made a little bit of a mistake. They're like, oh, it can't be that different. <laughs> yeah, I think that just like gender aside, if you don't do something or you don't know about something, don't give advice to people on how to do the thing they they automatically already know. Here's the thing. Here's what you can, what they should have done. 
they should have hired a chick to be the face of it and mm. then just been silent partners to it, but like still got all the money. Yeah. <laughs> You're an evil, evil man. <laughs> but yeah. But... <laughs> I'm just saying if you, if that was your outcome, there, there were better ways to do it. Than be the face of yeah. a feminism. Yeah. Conference. I'm not saying it's the right outcome. Like that shouldn't be your outcome in life to fleece people, like vulnerable people of money. But yeah. if you're going to do it, <laughs> don't get caught. Be sneakier. Yeah. Soon to be groom, left freaked out by fiance's family's wedding night ritual. (laughs) I'm afraid only because of that laugh. (laughs) A man who is due to marry his girlfriend has been left freaked out after being told about a wedding night ritual his family expects him to take part in. He explains his fiance has a huge extended family who are very warm and caring people. Mm. And he gets on with them really well. The couple, both 23, have planned the ceremony for early next year. But with arrangements getting underway, the man said he has noticed his girlfriend's cousins making jokes about their wedding night, which he thought was weird. Mm. As they brainstormed possible honeymoon destinations, his fiancé revealed that they wouldn't need a bridal suite at the hotel where their wedding is taking place. She would like them to stay at her parents' house instead, which she has no problem with, as they are currently trying to save money to put down a house deposit. But sensing that his partner was holding something back, he questioned why she was pushing the idea, and she said that her family have a really odd wedding night tradition. He wrote, The husband and wife go into the master bedroom together, and they are supposed to consummate the marriage. Mm. The rest of the family are waiting outside the door so they can applaud them and cheer when they come out. (laughs) Get this right. Then a piece of bed sheet is cut off and sewed into a big tapestry my girlfriend's mother's owns. (laughs) See? <laughs> Seeing how uncomfortable he was with the ritual, she said they could simply pretend to get it over and done with, but True. he continued, I don't want anything to do with this. <laughs> I absolutely freaked out and told her, under no circumstances mm. will I be doing that kind of thing in front of her whole family, he said. I think she's also been texting her family about this because I received a text from her mother telling me, I don't understand the importance of family tradition and yet, and that this tradition has been around longer than I've been alive. That's what the oh. Just fucking my bed. Yeah. <laughs> all a basket. All a basket. It's for you to come to my house. Come to my house and fuck in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm asking. That is, that, to be fair, that is, that, that is all she's asking. Make the lady happy, man. <laughs> I know, man. It's, I, like, here's the thing, right? If if the tradition, I would I would meet somewhere in the middle. If you I, job. well, I wouldn't. I'd, I'd run away. But if this guy really loves her and he wants to marry her, mm. I say don't. But if you get, but if you, if you still want to, here's what here's what he should do. Mm-hmm. He should make a deal that. They're not gonna do the whole thing where the family are outside of the bedroom and that they're and they're at their parents' house and whatever. They just take them part of the bed sheet that they rooted on for the first time, okay, yeah. and then she can add it to the family tapestry yeah. so that it's that's on there. It might have an asterisk next to it as like not not you know no applause. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but she still gets to add. 
add 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 the the tradition the carries on. Yeah, the tapestry gets bigger. Mm-hmm. But then, what does he force his son to do? Mm. Yeah, man. Is it is it's is it just the daughters? It, might, it sounds like it's just the daughters. Yeah. Have you seen Midsummer? It feels like something that would happen in Midsummer. Oh, you'd love it, man. Is it's that is cultish? That... It's from the dude that uh, the horror director who did Hereditary. Oh, true, right. That's the newer one from him. Film or TV show? Film. Yeah, right. Yeah, man. Midsummer. Yeah. What's it out on? Uh, I think it'll only be streaming mm. at the moment, and it's probably like Apple Store or PlayStation Store. And like that's his kind of for vibe it. for his movies, is like shit like that. <laughs> yeah, like kind of cultish <laughs> tradition. Yeah, man. Oh, like <laughs> I just got a flashback of a specific scene, and anyone who's seen that movie will know the scene I'm thinking of. Tell me the scene. Uh, okay, yep. If you haven't seen this movie and you love horror, then fast forward right now, like a minute and a half. Yeah. <clears throat> The movie is like a road trip movie. These teenagers mm-hmm. go to somewhere in Sweden. They meet up with this cult. They all have to like wear strange clothes. They're all taking mushrooms the whole time. So they're right. all kind of tripping while they're going through all these rituals. Sounds fun. The boyfriend and girlfriend have been like fighting for the whole movie. And mm-hmm. then when they get to this cult, there's a young girl in the cult, like I think like 20 or something. Yeah. And she starts like hitting on the boyfriend and they're trying to make the girlfriend the new queen of the cult. The boyfriend follows this girl into the barn and then they're like having sex while he's tripping. But there's like all these ladies standing around them naked chanting while he's having sex with this girl from yeah. in the cult. And an old lady crouches behind behind him while he's like thrusting and, and cups his buns to help him like with each oh. thrust. <laughs> it's real strange. It's, eh? Yeah, and that's one of the rituals. That's like a... Um... If she, I thought you were going to say she was going to give him a rusty trombone, oh. which is when when you into the into the into the nose you'd go <laughs> like make the trombone. Noise. I didn't know that was. <laughs> I didn't know that was part of it. And then so the trombone part is when you reach around and you grab the penis with your hand. So that's like the handle part that goes in and out of the trombone. So <laughs> to find the note. Yeah, yeah. It's usually going for G sharp or something. Like <laughs> Would you still marry her? Um, depends. I feel like that ritual is the tip of the iceberg. Mm, and, yeah. and I think that there's no way that that family is like, cool, after the applause, after the tapestry, we're just normal. Yeah. Like what he's catching a glimpse of is probably a family that does what I just explained, like yeah. getting your buns cupped by the mum or something. And rusty chumbones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. There's, there's going to be way weirder stuff if that's mm. the beginning. Uh, I think you you laid on the table and you try to get the girlfriend to like just say, "Hey, should we move countries?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should you move to Canada if he's American? (laughs) Move to Canada if he's Australian. Move to New Zealand. Just go like close enough culturally that it's not a shock. Far enough that the parents can't turn up and do whatever they they like to do. Yeah, good advice. Yeah, (laughs) Cam's corner. All right, well, that's the end of my regular news stories, Timmy. That's me done as well. Sweet. We'll move into the last portion of the show. Um, what do you want to do first? Maybe the send-in. Cool. Yeah. All right. So I've got uh, I've got a send-in here from Stallion Sean Kirkwood. Thank you for sending this in to us, Sean. A new reality show has come out where 15 men ferociously compete against each other to impregnate the star of the show. 
The show is called Labor of Love, and the winner gets the honor of helping the star get pregnant. The star of the show is named Christy, but the 15 men don't know that, and they don't know anything about her before they arrive to woo her. All they know is that they're in with a chance of knocking someone up, and that was enough to get them to sign up on this show. God. At the time of filming, Christy said, I've just turned 40. I've just gotten out of a relationship. I've been trying to navigate dating, but all I know is that I want to start a family and that time is definitely not on my side. I think it's a really incredible story that a lot of women will be able to relate to. The men were immediately asked in one of the first few episodes, you know how in all these reality shows they show up in like a, um, a lobby kind of area, they're all like suited up yeah. and they have champagne and stuff. So the, on this show, Labor of Love, the first thing that happens is they're in this lobby area all like tuxedoed up and a waiter comes around and lifts off the, lat and <laughs> the metal lid yeah. off his plate and they're just tiny little empty cups on the trays, and he informs them that their fertility is about to be analysed, and if they want to continue on this show, they need to fill up the little cup with their sperm. <laughs> yes! <laughs> and what, do they just, like, all... They just, just all, like... like you just whip out your, <laughs> whip your dick out? So they surround like... the waiter. <laughs> <laughs> the, the waiter... <laughs> the waiter starts crouching... No, <laughs> he's got he's wearing like a full blast shield, like a plastic a plastic face, like full face, like mask. a welder's mask, yeah, yeah. <laughs> full hazmat gear, <laughs> but a bow tie. Still. Yeah. <laughs> Man, what a show! Like I, I fully understand the star of the show, Kirst, uh, Christy, saying, "Yeah, I'm at this stage in my life where I want that," but like for 15 dudes to go. All I want is to impregnate anyone. Well, I, I think it's probably also a little thing. These are 15 dudes that want to get on reality mm. television, right? Yeah. And and so is part of the thing that they just give their sperm off and they've got nothing to do with that with that kid after the show? Because that's what I would want to understand. Not, yeah. Yeah. I think that they're trying to make it like a, a normal dating show where they're saying, and hopefully you guys stay together and hopefully there's a connection and all of that. But oh, they're actually going to, like, she's, she's like going to date one of these dudes. I think so. But, oh, but okay. most importantly, um, receive that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she wants the juice. Yeah. yeah. Receive the juice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> she wants that meat mayonnaise. She does. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Is that what you call it? I just thought about that, but I quite like it. Meat mayonnaise. Meat mayonnaise. <laughs> Do you like it? Because it builds a person, which is made of meat. Also, because like it comes out of like, a meaty oh, dick, yeah, and, and um, it um, some you could say that it <laughs> kind of looks like it mayonnaise. Does. Sometimes it yeah. does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That somebody's added water to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> each uh, each load a little different from the others. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, its own little special snowflake. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful lesson. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I don't know if I'd sign up for it. Mm. Um, pretty crazy. Like, I wonder if there's there must be dudes on there that are like, look, I'm on here because I want to get on TV, mm. but I feel weird about um, like giving my sperm up. So I'm gonna go until like the top, aim to be in like top three or four yeah. people, and then do something dumb. To um, to yeah. like pretend I'm having second thoughts or something like that, or be whole... mean to her, or yeah. be like distant towards her, so that yeah. she kicks him out. 
And then come back on the on the follow up show with us like all the losers or something like that. You know what would be great, and I and I don't know if they'll do this because this might be like a little too brutal. But mm. like, um, uh, women are competing for a dude's sperm. Oh, like they're just like there's like oh you'd have to find some like you just have to find like the best sperm or you get scientists to like use that um, CRISPR shit to just make like the perfect. What's the CRISPR shit? Um, CRISPR's like when they can, like it's a program that they can change like DNA and stuff like that to like to like make... Make uh, someone taller. Yeah, and I think like aesthetically good looking Whoa. and shit like that. Yeah. 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 Cool. Okay. So the reality show would be, would there be a guy still or is it just like no, a No, I don't cup, reckon you need cup. it. AI. <laughs> They're competing to be... Yeah. <laughs> I usually don't like anything to do with AI taking over, but, but I if like, it's reality TV, I like this one. When there's when there's a cup of cup of hot sperm involved, I tell you what, some meat mayo on the table. <laughs> but it wouldn't be meat mayo, would it? I guess I don't know. I so said that's the thing about CRISPR. I think you have to start off with like sperm, and then they alter it. Yeah, I don't think you can just. I don't think like they're at that point yet where they can just create CRISPR. like it's a new form of DNA. Yeah, okay. like that isn't related to anybody. Mm. They'll get to that point. Yeah. Or they'll start with an animal. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Maybe they're doing it right now. Hope so. Just <laughs> <laughs> for that one, Sean. Uh, so, we want to do the Am I the Arsehole? Or have you got another? Yep, go for it. Okay. So, this uh, is from the Reddit page, Am I the Arsehole? Mm. Where people send in um, to Reddit telling a story and asking the audience, hey, am I the arsehole here? So help us stallions, help us judge this random person off, person off the internet. Am I the arsehole for not waking up my girlfriend for her exam after I overheard her calling me a little bitch? <laughs> my girlfriend has online summer <laughs> courses and she had an exam for one of them this morning. I usually wake her up for pretty much everything because she sleeps through her phone alarm no matter what no matter how long it buzzes for. She has joked that I'm her butler, and within the context of the relationship, it's okay, so I don't mind. Obviously, I would love, I'd love my partner to have a much easier life. However, last night she was chatting with her friends, and she thought I couldn't hear. She was bragging that I'm her little bitch, and I do everything for her when she tells me to. Oh. It really hurt my feelings because they were making comments like, <clears throat> good, put him in his place. Wow. And she was agreeing. <laughs> she specifically said, yeah, I'm not worried about tomorrow because the bitch will make sure I'm up and he'll probably have <laughs> breakfast, breakfast ready for me too. <laughs> oh my God. I went to bed pretty hurt by it. And come morning, I didn't bother to wake her up when her alarm started going off. She usually only gets up when someone physically shakes her. (laughs) But I let her turn off her alarm and she slipped back into sleep and I turned around and went back to sleep too. When she woke up, she was yelling at me saying, I'm an arsehole and I've cost her her exam and I'm a piece of shit for what I did. Whoa. (laughs) How do you feel about that one, Kev? Is there any more any um, so, additional details? So he did an edit afterwards. Mm. He he said um so so the edit is sorry for not responding sooner. I wrote this up on my break at work. Now I have to get back to it. I can't have my phone with me because I work with food. Probably don't understand that, but I was <laughs> I wasn't expecting <laughs> I wasn't expecting this many replies so fast. I think we're breaking up. I told her this morning after she called me a bitch for being upset. 
Because she called me a bitch. Lol. <laughs> That's what he wrote in there. Yeah. <laughs> but she says she said she, she says she's not done with me. I'm just trying to get through today's shift and then deal with her stuff later. I'll try and get back as soon as I can. We've been together a year and it was my first real relationship. But I'm tired of her not acknowledging how shitty she made me feel because she called me a bitch. <laughs> that word is really making me feel shit and small. Yeah, I feel for you. Um, I don't think he's an asshole for not waking her up, to be honest. Mm, I don't don't think he is at all. And and, and I would also like... So I've been thinking about this story, and Mm. one thing I would like to to add to it is that she's she's the asshole. She's an asshole, no doubt. But, but... You gotta fucking have a backbone in life. Like you can't, you can't let people talk to you and fucking like and 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 act like that. Like it seems like he's doing the right thing now mm. by actually standing up for himself. Yeah. But fuck, man. Like no way. Yeah. No way. Like fuck. If if some if you're in a relationship with someone, guy or girl, and no matter what gender you are, no matter what gender the other person is, and they're like, oh, they're my they're my bitch. I control them. Fucking get rid of them. Yeah, man. Chuck them out. Yep. They're walking all over them. Yeah, bend them. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you're not the asshole, um, but you do, do need to stand up for yourself. Yeah. It sounds like he's at the start of that journey though, mm. because otherwise he never would have posted that in exactly. the years he probably hasn't. So it's good that he's like, he's, he's about to start standing up for himself. I yeah. reckon good on him. <laughs> he's the opposite of an asshole. He's a man on a journey. I feel like we need like a real like um, insp- inspirational music Some Hans at the start. Yeah, we do need some Hans Oh yeah. One man sees his distant future in front of him, where he's not a bitch this summer (laughs) (laughs) so yeah good job man keep it up all right there this section of the show isn't (laughs) is not always in every episode this is the follow-up sometimes we'll do an episode of news we like and you guys will send us a message either on instagram or to our own personal facebook saying Hey, fact check, you got that wrong, that didn't happen in that city, or you'll be like, hey, I just wanted to add to this, I found out that there's more to that story. And I love it when we get these kind of messages, especially this one. This is my <laughs> this is my favorite favorite follow up so far. So Timmy, last episode we talked about. Um, obviously, you're in a relationship now, but you've had periods where you've been roaming the world, mm-hmm. spreading your meat mayonnaise around, <laughs> spreading it on walls. I never put it that way. <laughs> Those are your your words. You've had periods of your life where you're single and dating. And um, the conversation we had was you were talking about how you were part of a dating website called like the Hotel Livono. That was uh, the Exchange Hotel. The Exchange Hotel. Um, And when we were talking about that dating app or the website, the Exchange Hotel, we were talking back and forth about whether we use dating apps. And Mm. you said the Exchange Hotel is the only dating app you've ever used. Yes. Yes. a few days after we put that that mm-hmm. episode of the podcast out, I got a message from my friend Laura. Yeah. And this is what her message said. Lol, I'm listening to your podcast and Tim is bullshitting. 
I totally saw him on Tinder like a year ago or two. Oh no, you didn't. Ha 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 ha. So Timmy, what has gone on? Cam, I stand by uh, my first statement that I have never used uh, any dating site that that isn't the Exchange Hotel. And I see this call out insulting. And you know what? I'm not putting up for this on our podcast, Cam. And who who was this person that called me out? Laura. Laura, you know what? Fuck you, Laura, all right? <laughs> Fuck you for calling out my integrity as a person online on my podcast. And if the music didn't already tell you, Timmy is jogging back and forth up some steps <laughs> wearing a baggy hoodie. Um... No, it wasn't me. But um, if, if if there is a dude out there that looks like me... Using your photos. So you don't believe that it was you? I'd be okay with it. <laughs> Here's the thing. If, if I found out that someone was... Oh, unless oh, you kind of have to do the right thing and like and, 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 and say, stop doing it, eh? But it wouldn't, it wouldn't really piss me off. If you found out that there was someone using your photos on Tinder? Yeah, I'd, I'd hit him up and be like, how am I doing these days? Like, is this, <laughs> have, I, have I still got it? <laughs> <laughs> the, the guy probably thought he was using photos of Chad Kroger. Like he probably, it's probably an accident. Hey, <laughs> you know what, Cam? <laughs> now it's the actual trailer of Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the said, did they, Laura? Yeah, thank you, Laura. <laughs> and um, if you do, honestly though, that if there if there is a person out there that looks exactly like me. Mm. On Tinder, let us know. Oh, yeah. Well, I've, you and I are both part of a private Facebook group called mm-hmm. Doppelgangers Spotters Worldwide. And yep. I've uploaded two photos of two separate dudes that look like you. Mm. Both of them really gentle hippie types. The first yep. one was that guy who's like holding the butterfly, wearing lots of necklaces. But did you see the recent one I did? It's a guy like in a garden surrounded by flowers. Oh, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. I put yeah, it yeah. next to a photo of you pointing out all the other flowers. Yeah, I did see that one. <laughs> Maybe it's that guy. You know what was the other one? Was um, our friend Mike, who is like a, a, a big bad bastard a big bad bastard who's a, a, a big a big tall um, bald head man the beautifulest of, of hearted people but mm. we don't look similar mm. but when he wears a wig it's it's sunglasses and a beanie yeah we look like I thought it was me <laughs> I saw the photo of him in a wig and sunglasses and I was like I don't remember going to that festival but yeah, I was man. like well, fuck, I must have had a good time. Yeah. <laughs> because I 100% went because that's me. <laughs> I've seen those photos. I thought it was you as well. I know. It freaked me out. Uh. <laughs> All right. It's the end of the show. It's time for us to walk away from Timmy's stories of being single and roaming the streets uh, and leave you with a good news story. Meet mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> A boy has been rescued after trying to float from the North Island of New Zealand to the South Island in a dinghy. The 18-year-old set off from Kinaparu Sound uh, around 10pm yesterday before heading through Polaris Sound and crossing the Cook Strait. Uh, The young man contacted the harbour master, alerting them that he had broken down off the coast about 9 in the morning, and police were able to geolocate him using his cell phone location. The young man was in reasonably good nick, slightly cold but not hypothermic, and the police senior sergeant Dave Houston said he lacked preparation and essentially tried to undertake a 100-kilometre voyage in a dinghy. 
He didn't check the weather forecast, and lucky for him, it was probably the best weather conditions you could actually get. We've got strong tides that go through that channel, lots of rips, and lots of unsettled water. It's all quite unpredictable, and it can change at the drop of the hat. The boy said that he was just wanting to visit some relatives in the South Island. Well, how old was he? 18. Low enough to know better. <laughs> and that, if that wasn't the story, like if it was a story about him doing anything else, I would have referred to him as a man. <laughs> but you know what? Um, you, you, make, you make mistakes in life. Mm. You do. Um, yep. And sometimes they have dire consequences. Mm. And sometimes they could have had dire consequences, but yep. things fucking work out all right. And, and he's alive. Yeah, and don't don't do it again. Yeah, <laughs> don't do it again. Call call your family in the South Island. If someone if 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 they go again, you kind of just have to go. Well, either he gets there or he doesn't. Yeah, you kind of just have to. Coast Guard, should we send anyone to? Don't <laughs> no. worry about it. No, we told him. No, he knows. <laughs> Sorry, he knows. <laughs> All right. Well, good on him. <laughs> well, that brings us to the end of our um, podcast today, Cam. It's really nice being able to be one-on-one again, man. And, yeah, man. and um, it's cool that, you know, these uh, these these restrictions are, are, are starting to drop a little bit and, um, and we're allowed to hang out with our mates again. It's great. 100%. Thank you for listening. Have a great week. Uh, and we'll probably be in person again. Depends what the world does. I hope so. Uh, send us any news stories that you want us to talk about. Send them to us on Instagram or Facebook, whatever suits you. Have a nice week.